progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. As physicians are able to make great strides and advances in surgical technique, anesthesia, and pain control, it's now possible that total joint replacement can be done as an outpatient. My guest today is Dr. Alan Antebi. He's an orthopedic surgeon who specializes in trauma and joint reconstruction, and he's a member of the medical staff at Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Antebi. With total joint replacement, sometimes the surgeries can be performed as an outpatient procedure in a hospital setting or at an outpatient surgery center, yes? Sure. Good morning. So, um, you know, what, what I've been doing now for the last uh, two or three years is I've noticed that uh, a lot of the patients that I operate on in the hospital are doing so well that most of them, if not all, were all going home the next day. So we were like, why not push the envelope and then have people, you know, leave the same day, especially if they're younger, healthier, and with less comorbidities and less medical problems. So I started doing that. And with the, uh, you know, advent of modern anesthesia, pain control, uh, preemptive pain control that we give patients even before they even go into surgery and before their body ever sees pain, we are able to kind of, quote unquote, fool the body. And uh, these people, they do very well. Uh, and they're mobilized right after the surgery, and they go home within a few short hours after the surgery. Some of the total joints that we are currently doing outpatient include total hip replacements, total knee replacements, as well as total shoulder replacements. Are there certain candidates for whom this is not an option? Speak about how you select patients that, that might be suitable for outpatient total joint replacement. Sure. So what we look for is, you know, a, a people on the, on the healthier side. Uh, uh, first of all, let, let's talk about the, uh, the insurance. Uh, right now, uh, people who are Medicare beneficiaries, uh, we are not able to do at an outpatient facility and, uh, because Medicare does not have a code where the surgery center would be able to bill Medicare for that procedure. So right now we are limited to doing uh, currently just commercial-based insurance or workman's compensation patients uh, uh, as an outpatient facility. Uh, just recently, uh, in the last couple of months uh, in the new year, Medicare has kind of downgraded a total knee replacement at a hospital, where now a total knee procedure, a total knee replacement, is almost considered uh, an outpatient procedure at the hospital. They still do not have a code for you to be able to do it at the surgery center, but they downgraded the knee where people before used to stay two or three days after a knee replacement at a hospital. Now the doctor and the medical team has to uh, document why this patient needs to stay in the hospital after a knee replacement. In regards to selection of a patient, uh, usually these patients, because they are not Medicare beneficiaries, they're usually younger, usually under the age of 65. We see people with arthritis in 40s, 50s, and, and early 60s, and these are the patients that we usually select. We also look for patients that are not morbidly obese. We look for a BMI, hopefully less than uh, 20 to 22, uh, preferably somewhere below 20. In addition, their overall health, I mean, do they have heart disease? Uh, are they oxygen dependent? Are they severe diabetics? Have they had a heart attack or a stroke before? So we try to, you know, classify these patients to be overall healthy. They may have a little, you know, controlled diabetes, controlled hypertension. These patients would still be candidates for outpatient total joint replacement. So health and 
obviously insurance are the big predictors for who we can bring to outpatient surgery setting and perform a outpatient total joint on. So what other strategies are you using to optimize patient recovery after this total joint replacement? Sure. I think it all starts before the, you know, before the patient goes to the operating room. So one of the things that uh, a lot of surgeons are doing now is what we call preemptive uh, pain control. So before the patient even goes to the operating room, they receive a cocktail of medication uh, for, for pain and inflammation that already hits their system before their body ever sees you know, any trauma from the surgery. Then during the surgery, the anesthesiologist plays an important role with the spinal and the general. And then myself, I inject a different cocktail. Now this going into the surgical area around the muscle, around the tendons, around the capsule, around the ligaments and around the nerves around where we're operating. Uh, and then after the surgery, the patient gets uh, a couple of other medications, uh, again, to all help with the, with, with the pain. So 99% of patients that leave the surgery suite, they have no pain. They literally have no pain. Uh, and it's not until the, uh, the, the 24 hours to 48 hours later when all these medications start to slowly wear off. In addition, they are taking oral medication as well. That they're, you know, they may have a little soreness, but the, you got to remember these patients were in pain to begin with. This is why they subject themselves to surgery because they want to get out of pain. So a lot of patients are really fascinated by the fact that, oh my gosh, they see me two weeks later and they're like, Doc, you know, I'm not even taking any more pain medication. Uh, they have no more pain. So. The, the advent of a preemptive and uh, a pain medication during surgery as well as after, in addition to early mobilization of the patient, get them up, get them walking, get them moving, which prevents stiffness of the joint and uh, decreases pain as well. So by the time they get home, uh, you know, within a couple of days, they're walking unassisted with no walker or cane. And then where does physical therapy happen? Usually what happens is... Uh, before the surgery even takes place, this, these patients already have physical therapy set up that will come to the house for the first two, possibly three weeks. So they don't have to worry about getting in a car and driving somewhere. In addition, a therapist and a nurse come to the, to the house. So a nurse will come and make sure that the wound is doing okay, your vitals are okay, uh, you're not anemic, and if we need to, we can take blood at home to check to make sure that your blood level and all your counts are correct. If there's anything uh, that is incorrect, uh, then I will get, uh, my team will get a, a phone call, and at that point we'll instruct the patient to, to do either to come to the office or go to the hospital, go to the emergency room, or possibly just take some iron over the counter. So depending on what the situation is, but th those instances are, are, are fairly uh, rare. Uh, in addition, after the therapy is at home done and the patient is more mobile, uh, the two-week mark, they're already leaving the house and coming to my office for their first visit. And depending on how they're doing at that point, at that point we'll maybe write a prescription for them to go as an outpatient physical therapy. Uh, so depending on what's going on and their mobility, they may be able to drive in two weeks and actually go to therapy themselves or be taken by one of their family members until they're a little bit more uh, mobile. Uh, and then start driving on their own to outpatient physical therapy. And that usually goes on for about four to six weeks uh, after the surgery. What a great point. And in summary, Dr. Antebi, what would you like to tell people who are considering total joint replacement and have questions about outpatient availability? Sure. 
So that, definitely do your homework uh, in regards to you know having a total joint replacement. Uh, there are different ways uh, of doing a surgery, especially when we're involving hip replacement. Like one of the advents of uh, you know recent modern hip replacement is the anterior approach, which is a minimally invasive procedure that you can definitely have as an outpatient procedure. So you want to make sure that the surgeon that you see are, are competent and uh, are experienced in, in doing these procedures. Uh, I think that with uh, if you are a healthy candidate, motivated, and uh, want to have a quick and speedy recovery, uh, outpatient total joint surgery uh, is definitely an option for you. Thank you so much for being with us today. You are always a really great guest. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, please visit palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Individual results may vary. There are risks associated with any surgical procedure. Speak with your physician about these risks to find out if joint replacement surgery might be right for you. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.